welcome to our Sunday morning Raymond service. Let's go get this today, guys. Keep your heart and mind clear. Don't let any distractions be around you. This is going to be a punch in the face to the enemy. And God is going to give you absolute victory. The breaker is out in front and he's blocking. He's opening up your the pathway for you. And so here we go. Developing goodness here is, is, is still our title is what we're dealing with. Uh, the subtitles that read the, the draw nigh effect continued. Drawing nigh releases uh, Kairos. Drawing nigh releases Kairos. And as we all know, Kairos means due season or harvest time. Drawing nigh unto God releases Kairos in our lives. It puts us in the right place and, and the right time. Just simply drawing nigh, it brings you into the realm of Kairos. I would have to say that drawing nigh is what empowers, listen to this, drawing nigh is what empowers God's goodness. When we draw nigh unto God, it empowers, it endorses the goodness of God. The mind can only be affected agreeably when we draw nigh people. Amen. And as we have learned, it is what produces God's goodness. The mind can only be affected agreeably when you draw nigh. In James 4 and 8, it says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, drawing nigh, we know, means to approach. It means to come near to. I love it here, to join. And we learned in our last series how we were joined unto the Father by way of his peace. Then we learned how we are truly joined, I mean absolutely joined, as we honor God and we give God of our substance. The ax is laid at the root. There's no, there's no more in-between. There's no more uh, a double-mindedness. All these things dissipate uh, as we draw nigh. And as the Lord revealed to honor him, it was another level of drawing nigh for us. All right. It means to join one thing to another. Now, literally, near means to be near, literally. I love that. It, it means literally to be near. So when you draw nigh, you're literally, somebody better hear that, near him. Amen. It's not just in the realm of floating in the spirit like that, like some people might think. No, you are literally near him when you approach or you draw nigh unto him. How do I draw nigh? By his word. By being a doer, a keeper, and a hearer of his word. That's how we draw nigh. That, that's what brings us literally closer to him. That's why every time we're on the line and we're in the word, things that try to hold us back, they fall off. Amen. Because you're literally near God. And that enemy that, enemy that would love to, 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 to hold you in bondage, it, it, it literally flees from you. It literally, these things are literal. Now, it also means literally or figuratively, of place, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to use literally of place or time or position. So as you draw nigh, you're in the right place, the right time, and right position, literally. 
You are in place for healing. You are in place for any kind of deliverance. You are in the right place. You're in the right position. And I love this because of the finished works of the cross. You're also in the right time. You enter into Kairos. You enter into the due season as you're approaching him. When you have an ear to hear, when, you're, when, when, you, when, when, when your mind is being affected agreeably with the word, you are drawing nigh unto God. When you have an amen in your spirit to what you're hearing, you are drawing nigh unto God. You are now in the place of Kairos. You are in your due season. You are in your due, your, your, the, you are in the fullness of time. You're in the finished works of Jesus just by drawing nigh. Amen. It does cleanse your hands. It does purify your mind and gets rid of double-mindedness. So in the series on peace, as we discovered how to get the ax laid unto the root of what separates us from God, we activated what God told me. We activated uh, what God has revealed, the draw nigh effect. We've unlocked the benefits of God's goodness by drawing nigh. The benevolence of God is ours, praise God, because we have we drew nigh unto him and we're drawing nigh even more as we stay saturated in this word. There are measures here to be received, some 30, some 60, and some 100. How close you come will, will determine the measure that you receive back. But you better believe that the benevolence of God is truly activated in us and for us. The goodness That's of God us. is here for us. Amen, Lord. All right. In Luke 9 and 62, it says, and Jesus said unto him, no man, this is the key here. Now, drawing nigh equals kairos, but watch this. Kronos is also revealed, and it's a warning to us. And Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. All right, watch this. Looking back, the, the, what, what it means, and this is from last week, but it's a carryover because it gave, God gave us more insight here. Looking means to turn the thoughts or direct the mind to a thing, to consider. So looking back is actually to turn your thoughts outside of what God is saying. You start to, you start to really kind of consider for yourself other things other than what God is saying. That's what it means to look back. Now the word back, watch this. It reveals chronos here. It means back in place or time. That means you're, you're in the regular time and you become yes. in the earthly time and season. So when you turn your thoughts back, you, you exit Kairos and you enter. Unfortunately, we re-enter into the place of chronos, the world's time where things are not finished, where healing is not available, where prosperity of the kingdom is not accessible. Why? Jesus. Because we shifted from due season back to, to Kronos where things are, are kept on a time where you have to earn or you have to do certain things to, to, to receive healing. That's where, you, that's where we don't want to be. So every time we turn our thoughts Every time we exit the goodness of the Lord, which is the mindset of God, 
we enter back into a chronos place. Now we can understand why, why things don't always come into manifestation or into full view. Because we're in Kairos one moment and then we exit Kairos because we turn our thoughts back. We begin to consider. And the word back means things that are behind. The way that maybe we used to do something. And so we begin to move like that and we exit the Kairos place of where goodness has led us. And we enter back into the Kronos place. Now, listen, you're not fit. Listen to the word fit. Everything is pointing to time and position. You're not fit for the kingdom, it says. The word fit means well-placed. You're not placed right for kingdom exploits. When you turn the mind backwards, and uh, uh, Elder was praying that this morning, that we will be fully functioning in the mind of God. Why? Because we will be well-placed for the kingdom to be made manifest in us and for us. Amen, so Lord. now, so when you're not fit for the kingdom, you're not placed. In other words, I hear it like this. You're not in the place to receive. You're not well-placed. What does the kingdom of God mean? The kingdom of God means, which we all know, this old store, it means the sphere of God's influence. The place where God's power can be felt and, and received. The place where God's uh, authority is over sickness, disease, over, over a, a lack or, or, or whatever else might be ailing you. That's where you want to be, the place of his influence, where God has influence. God does not influence in the place of Kronos. God's influence can be best found in the place of Kairos. Anytime God's influence shows up, that means somebody or transition from Kronos to Kairos. Anytime God shows up, don't get me wrong, God can come into Kronos and, Kronos and snatch you out with a word and bring you into Kairos and bring forth your due season and bring Amen. forth your manifestations, the things in which you've been waiting for. He can come in and snatch you out, don't get me wrong, but God will not influence in the place of Kronos, he'll bring you into Kairos, into his goodness, by way yes. of a word, well, by way you. of giving you his thoughts. So now we can't afford TGM, we can't afford children of God to, to, to be in the mindset of God one moment and then not in the mindset of God the next. We're hindering, we're placing breaches, they're stumbling blocks. Rocks of offense, things that we're we're tripping over, and we're not we're not able to to we're not fit or placed for the kingdom, all because we turn our thoughts backwards. Yes, amen, amen. We can't do that. Well, apostle, how do I stay away from that? You stay in the rhema word of God. That's why amen. He's called us to it the way that He has. He's called us to it the way that He has, so we can continue in the mind of God. I think about Jesus and he never left the mind of his father, not for one moment. He never left the mind of his father. He remained in the mind of his father at all times. And that's why Jesus said, don't call me good. There's none good but God. I'm in his mind. That's why you see everything happening around me. 
And when I speak to things, the transition from, from sick to health, the transition from a fig tree to being uh, 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 being up and, and, and blooming, not bearing fruit, but it was blooming, it was strong. The leaves were on there. And when he spoke to it, it transitioned. Why? Because he spoke out of the mind of the father. He spoke from the mind of the father. He spoke. Somebody better hear that again. He spoke from the mind of the father. Amen. Amen. When yes, you speak, you speak from the mind of Christ. You speak from the mind of Christ. All right, here we go. So this speaks of Kronos here when we look back. It's the opposite of Kairos. This is why we are so often not fit or in place for the kingdom of God and his goodness or exploits. Jesus never had thoughts outside of the Father. When we think outside of the, of the mindset of Christ, we, we fall back into Kronos. We lose the place of Kairos. This is developed naturally when we continue to draw nigh. I'm going to say that again. Kairos is developed naturally when we continue to draw nigh. You don't have to force your way. You are in Kairos when you're drawing nigh. Amen. Remember, it cleanses our hands. It purifies our hearts or minds. It is what kills the double-mindedness. It causes our eyes to be single. And that is so important for the next segment or the next part of this word. It's so important for you to understand that when you are drawing nigh, you're going to have now an access. All right. And, and the only way I could I could put it, and I kept hearing it, and I and I said, okay, Lord, you're, you're telling me to use it. That's the way you want to you want to subtitle this thing. So so be it. But I need to know what they are. I'm talking about steroids. The next part of this message is about drawing nigh is like God's goodness on steroids. I know it sounds crazy. It sounds carnal. But drawing nigh is like God's goodness that is on steroids. What are steroids? Steroids are a man-made version of chemicals known as hormones that are made naturally in the human body. All right, let's see what a hormone does here. Hormones are chemical substances that act like messengers. I love that. Messenger molecules in the body. You hear that? Hormones are chemical substance that act like messenger molecules in the body. I love the fact that it says messenger because that's exactly what the rhema word is for us. Yes, it is. It's hormones. It's it, it's it, it's it's God's full strength. All right. And the, his message or his rhema is like steroids, it, that, that, what, what the world would call steroids. It's a chemically made and induced hormone that is, is man-made. But in the realm of the spirit, there are hormones producing that are messenger molecules in the body. In other words, the messenger molecules give the mindset of a thing. There, there's a message being sent to parts of the body when hormones are sent to it. They're telling that parts of the body, you're stronger, you're healthier. Bless God. See, there's a messenger molecule that's being named. God told me that the goodness drawing nigh is like the goodness on steroids. We're receiving messenger molecules in our body telling you you're healed, telling you you're delivered, telling you you're prosperous, telling you you're getting God's mindset 
by way of his goodness. And it's like he's being on steroids in the spirit. After being made in one part, listen to this, after being made in one part of the body, they travel to other parts of the body where they help control how cells and organs do their work. They come in, they aid where weakness is. This is what drawing nigh is for us. Messenger molecules being put out there telling parts of your life, you're better than this. For example, insulin is a hormone that's made by the beta cells in the pancreas. So insulin comes in and it talks to the, 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 the sugar in your body and it regulates your sugar levels. That's exactly what uh, 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 the hormone or hormones do. They communicate, they, they, they're released to help heal and strengthen. And in doing that, there's a message being sent to whatever ails you. Now, I need you to understand this. Stay with me now, because this is going to get real deep. That when you're in the goodness of God, when you're drawing nigh in the goodness of God, and you enter into the place of Kairos, the messenger molecules in the spirit are changing things from the inside to the outside. The mindset of God are change. It's changing things. It's giving you access. The Rama alone. I thought about you here, Evangelist Daryl. The Rama alone. Watch this here. The Rama of His goodness will help fortify your true image. Just by having the Rama that when you read certain, when you're reading the scripture and you're reading the scriptures, the scriptures move from a place of, of, of logos to rhema because of the goodness revelation you've got. So a logos word can enter in the realm of rhema because, oh, hallelujah, of the revelation you have that you're reading the mind of God. Oh, yes, God. And because you're reading the mind of God, what goodness does now, it, it, it supports and launches a, a, a logos into the realm of, of rhema for those that are, that are established in the goodness of the Lord. Let me show you what I'm talking about here. All right, this is going to get real, real good. Watch this. Drawing nigh unto God releases the full message of God, his full word. When something isn't right in our lives and isn't functioning the way it, that it's supposed to, the rhema of goodness gives us access to the word to meet our circumstance. Mm. As you begin to read the scripture that reveals God's mindset concerning your situation, his goodness becomes that hormone to heal and balance whatever it is that you need. The mind of God becomes that hormone. The mind of God becomes that steroid, which is you're getting it because of your drawing nine. So now you're getting the, the, the what you need because God's giving you his mind. The message is coming in. But what supports the message coming is the fact that you have a revelation that you're reading God's mind. Watch this. I'm going to show you something. In Matthew 17, 19 through 21, Elder Allison taught this really well. 
in her um in her in in her case study. It says, then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? Watch this, guys. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. First of all, the word mountain means something that rears itself against you. Mm -hmm. It rears against you. Watch this. It gets very personal. If something is rearing to you, that means that you have, through the goodness of God, you have access to speak to it. Mm -hmm. Only thing you need yeah. to do is if you don't have God's mindset concerning it, because of goodness supporting you, you can go find what God says in his word concerning the problem. I'm going to say that again. It sounds like you get access to step out of the now word. In essence, you do. Because goodness will support you while you're dealing with your mountain. It gives you access to, to, to for you to find what God is saying. I'm going to give you a better example in just a moment because I've experienced this for myself. So the goodness of God gives me access to go find what God is thinking, or what God thinks about my situation. Because the rhema of goodness takes a logos word and makes it, who glory be a rhema word. Yes, sir. How yes. be it this, but watch what Jesus said to them. How be it this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. What does praying and fasting do? That praying and fasting is a sign of, uh, it's, it's the mark of drawing nigh. It's the mark of drawing nigh. He said, you would have never got this, rid of this one, but by prayer and fasting. Because you weren't in position. You were out of place. Yeah. So putting you in prayer and fasting gets you back in position. Amen. Amen. So it brings you back into the realm. It helps you get back into the realm of Kairos. It will reveal my mindset. Glory be to God. Here we go. So we just learned that the mountain is anything that would rear itself against us. This confirms that with the rhema of God's goodness, we can find what we need in his word and speak to the mountain and have it removed. When Kairos is established, we are always in the right place and right position. Nothing is impossible to us. God himself is backing us. All right, let me give you two examples that I, I had this, this past week of two examples of his goodness being on steroids. And as I give these examples, you're going to understand exactly what the Lord is conveying to us. All right. In the book of First Corinthians, first of all, I got to tell you, I was in prayer. I was in prayer. And as I was in prayer, um, I was praying about certain things that I feel like have been really stacked against me in the world. Just, I mean, absolutely stacked it. And I was praying, this is around two something in the morning and I got up and I just started to just, I mean, utterance just fell on me about just things that have just been so stacked against me for such a long, long time. I'm always probing. I'm always trying to find uh, where the Lord is and, and where, I can really, really 
uh, use the Lord's aid and benevolence. And I'm always looking to just be better and just to, to live better and just to have things right, whether it's physical, financial, mental, I don't care. So I just began to dig into prayer. And I mean, I was going in. I mean, I was just talking to God. And then all of a sudden, the spirit of the Lord said to me, he said, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and read verse number 2. And that's all I could read at the time was verse number 2. And this is what the Lord said to me. He says, do you not know that the, the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge small, the smallest of matters? So I was like, I'm looking for a word about goodness because that's where he is. And I'm looking and I, and, and I wasn't listening at first. And I started to try to read other verses around it. I tried to read above it and then I read beneath it. Then I got this cramp. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I got this cramp. And the spirit of God said, he said, I told you to read verse two. Now read it again. And I said, okay. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? I said, wait a minute. I said, Lord, you're, 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 you're giving me your thoughts on this. Amen. That I want stuff moved out of my life. I want things mm -hmm. that have not transpired, mm -hmm. that have been stacked against me for so long. And you're giving me your mind. This is your goodness unto me. <laughs> yes, Lord. You're showing me that I will judge the world. That if, if, if the world is on my back. And I started to really, really. I said, oh, my goodness. I said, oh, Lord. I said, you're giving me your thoughts concerning what I was just praying about. You're filling me with your thoughts. I'm getting this is the goodness of the Lord. And I said, oh, wow. I said, wow, now what 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 really what really lifted the scripture was was the fact that the mind of God was the goodness of God was being revealed to me here. The scripture itself was was at first just a logos to me. But when I realized this is your mind concerning what I've just been asking you about, I realized that the goodness of the Lord is ready to fight in any area that we need. He's ready. I'm telling you, you can literally dive into the scripture that what you might be dealing with. Watch this. He said, you will judge the world. Now the word judge, I started to get deep with it now. The word judge means decide. It means condemn. It means sentence. Summoned to trial that one's case may be examined and judgment passed upon it. I called the things in which I was speaking to him about in prayer, I called it to trial. I condemned it. I decided against it. I sentenced the issues. My goodness, I felt what God was doing. Bless God. God said, Todd, this is for you to judge. It's not for me. I called you, the saints, to judge the world. Condemn what's coming up against you. Sentence it. Tell it to go to yonder place. Tell it to leave. He said, this is my mind concerning it. Amen. Come again to his day. It says, know ye not, in verse 3, know ye not that we shall judge angels? 
How much more the things that pertain to this life, the things that pertain to this life. I started going in, boy. I said, oh, wow. Your goodness has supported. It supported me coming out of my, my own circumstances. This was not particularly in the study the way that I saw. I was looking for something that would reveal something about goodness. But God said, no, this is goodness. This is what he said. This is goodness on steroids. That you can go in, bring your circumstance with you. Find what I have, to, what I'm saying about it. Dig into it. See, church, you, you got to understand, I've been raised by Rhema. I'm controlled by Rhema. I would not go in to dig out a scripture without a rhema. I would not go in to, because rhema, first of all, rhema, any rhema can handle any circumstance. It doesn't have to match. God is giving us yeah. access to go and match his mind to your problem and circumstance. And he's saying, my goodness will elevate what you're reading as logos into the place of absolute rhema. And it will come alive and I will then Give you Thanks, my mindset so that you can prophesy against it or prophesy for it. It's the goodness of God on steroids. Watch this now. So you get now, I, I learned that I could decide, I could condemn, I could sentence. I could summon to trial that one's case may be examined and judgment passed on it. I was not just the lawyer against it. I sat not just to listen to people, I now know because of God's goodness, I now know I sit as the lawyer and the judge. Uh, yes, God. That I decide whether or not sickness is going to stay in my body. I decide whether or not I can condemn lack and not enough. I decide nothing else. God said, no, you not, that you will judge the world. And this was all supported by the goodness of God. By God revealing his mindset. And in doing so, he also revealed my image. The image of who he is and the image of what he's called me to be. I said, wow. And I said, yes. Lord, we can I can turn to any place that, that I'm circumstanced with. I can find your mind in the word and the goodness Goodwill toward me, your thoughts toward me, concerning me, will come alive. See, I was very strict and I will be strict. If I didn't have a revelation on God's goodness, I wouldn't just go dig out a scripture because it would be nothing but the letter. That's right. But the goodness takes it from being the letter into the yes, place of being yes, the rain. Yes, yes. Glory yes, to God, God. Because I have a revelation of God's goodness that this is his mind toward me. Without that, I wouldn't dig out a scripture at random. Just because it meets my need. Or it, it speaks to my need. Or I would want it to. Trust me, I've tried that. 
Everybody on this line that's been in Christendom for more than 10 years has tried to do the name it and claim it. They tried to quote it and say it. They tried to glue it on or paste it on their, their refrigerator. They tried to put it on their mirror. They tried to put it on the dash of their car, what God says you are. And it still didn't come to pass. Why? Because you weren't moving in the goodness of God. You were just moving in man-made, man-taught things. And that's what they taught us to do. Quote it until it comes. Say it until it comes. Don't stop saying, no, 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 no. Get a revelation of his goodness and watch how fast it comes. Hallelujah, God. Watch this Hallelujah, thing. God. So I, I, I am facing some things. And, I, I, and like I said, I was in prayer asking God to aid me. The Lord then told me, this is the note that I took. The Lord then told me to go to this scripture. I read the scripture, but it didn't line up to our current study. Or so I thought it didn't. I read it again. And then he quickened me on the fact he was giving me his goodness, his mindset. The rhema on his goodness was like a steroid shot in my soul. It caused me, it, it, it became a messenger to me. It yes. caused me to understand I can judge situations that are out of order. I have power to condemn sentence and pass judgment. His goodness made me see that I have power over the mountains of my Hallelujah. life. This is what it means to have his goodness on steroids because of drawing nigh unto him. Jesus became goodness to all that needed him, no matter what their circumstance was. And I love that. I love understanding. I love the fact that I'm watching uh, Chosen because every circumstance, Jesus became goodness for how they needed him to be. Uh, yes, Lord. And he's saying it's no different that greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that's in the world. I will become the hormone you need. Yes, God. Find um, it in my word if you're facing it. Find it and then under, understand my goodness is causing revelation. Hallelujah, Lord God. I'm giving you how I think. All of our hormones of the Father were, were, were flowing in Jesus. So he could deal with everyone and any mountain with ease. He had all of the father's hormones that would become messengers to ailments and multitudes of people. Drawing nigh causes the goodness of God to really act like a steroid. Thank you, Jesus. With any deficit in your life and you get to find what God is saying, I told you, you're going to get lengthen, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stick, strengthen your stick and, and stretch forth the, the curtains of your habitation, enlarge the place of your dwelling. You get to move differently in the word because of God's goodness. Hallelujah, Jesus. In Philippians, this is the second example I want to show you. In Philippians chapter four, his goodness got on steroids again. It says here, now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and then again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that it may abound to your account. But I have all 
and I, and abound. I am full, having received of, of Ephroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable and well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You say, that, that, that what's that got to do with, it, with, with goodness on the series? Well, it, it's, it's on steroids. Watch how the steroid works. I was in fellowship. And while I was in fellowship, uh, this statement was made to me. I don't earn enough to come out of debt. That statement was made. Well, the Lord had already showed me that drawing nigh places us in Kairos and causes goodness to work like a steroid prior to my fellowship with this person. And he already showed me. So then the Lord then led me to this particular scripture. And I had the person read the scripture. All right. And it says here, I'm going to read it again now. This is it. Watch the steroid. Now you Philippians, because of the question and because of the circumstance that someone was feeling, goodness rose up in me. And it, it rose up in Philippians 4, 15 through 19. All right. It says, in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that it may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of, of, of Epiroditus of the things uh, which were sent from you an odor of sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. And this is the scripture that he gave me at first, but then we had to read up. But my God shall supply all your need according to your riches and glory. So I told, I asked this person, I said, let me ask you, does it say anything here about God supplying your needs because of your earnings? No. The person said, no. I said, why? Why would God supply your need? It says here, that he would do it because you desire you 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 communicated with me about giving and receiving. I said the seeds that you've been sowing are how your needs are going to be met. It has nothing. God gave us His mindset on it. He said it has nothing to do with your earnings. I'll bring you out of debt because of your giving. Jesus. God shifted. The, I felt the power oh, of God shift this person's mindset over the phone. The, and it didn't just shift the, that person. It shifted my mindset to another dimension. I got splashed with this goodness too. Because I had the same, and I had to tell the truth. I said, uh, I, said I had the same thought just yesterday. I said, look at what God's goodness is doing. He's clearing our mindsets concerning it ain't about what you earn it's about how you've been giving that's how i supply all of your need according to the riches and glory by christ jesus bless god well Amen. the lord had already again here's the note showed me that drawing nigh places us in kairos and causes the goodness of god to work like a steroid the steroid kicked in the the hormones of god the mind of god the messengers the messenger Hormones kicked in. So I went to the scripture here and the goodness of the Lord once again lifted the scripture of what should have been a logos and it became a rainbow because of God's goodness. Oh, thank you, God. 
The mind of God said to us, it's not what you earn that supplies your needs. It's what you sow that causes me to supply for your needs. We then began to rejoice because God literally gave us, and I mean, yes, I said, yes, I said us, because I needed to hear it too. He gave us his thoughts on the matter. Yes. And we dug a little bit deeper. And the word need means this, requirement. Anything that you're, that, that you're destitute of, destitution. It means lack or even want. So now we found here that it isn't about what I earn. It's not about what we earn that will supply our need. It's about what we sow. Hallelujah. It's about how we give. <laughs> it, 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 the mind of God just, I mean, came in and I tell you that the person I was talking with, man, their their, their demeanor, their their ad, everything just changed. Hmm. It shifted Hallelujah. because God really gave and and He brought a scripture that we know, we know, but His goodness made it a rhema. We knew we got His thoughts concerning it. Yes, God. Hallelujah. This Jesus. is what you think. This oh. is really how you see it. It has nothing to do with what we earn. Our needs are not met by God by what we earn. Our needs are met by God by what we give. I begin to tell this person, I said, listen, I know you've been sowing. You've got fruit abounding. Oh, it reminded me of a prayer that prophetess wrote. You've got fruit abounding to your account. You've got a heavenly account. God is saying, because you have this, you have fruit abounding to your account. And so often, people of God, it's like we have a bank account in the heavens that we forgot that we have. Mm. We lose his mindset concerning it. But oh, how his goodness has restored that. Yes, God. His goodness truly enables us to give and gives us access to all of his mind, people, is what I'm talking to you about. When we need it and wherever we need it, mountains don't stand a chance anymore. <laughs> Drawing nigh unto God and he draws nigh unto us. How you may ask Will, I, will, 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 will he draw nigh? When, when we follow after, listen, that which is good, his goodness then will follow after us. It will follow us with a violent intention to vanquish all of our enemies, physical, mental, spiritual, even financial enemies will all fall. His goodness is on steroids, people of God. Yes, it is. For some of us, it's some 30. For some of us, it's some 60. For some of us, it's a hundredfold. It depends upon how you're willing to draw nigh. But I want you to know because of his goodness and because you got a rhema about his goodness, I dare you to find the scripture that meets your circumstance. And watch how that scripture comes alive for you. 
because of how his goodness supports it. You won't be reading the letter concerning your problem. Mm. You'll know that you have the mind of God concerning your problem. And then you can stand on that. You can prophesy in that manner. You prophesy yes, from his mind and not your own. You will begin to prophesy not because you desire to be free or desire to be healed. You will prophesy because it's what you know. Mm -hmm. It's what you understand. And, and Amen, you know Lord. that it is Amen. your inherent right. It is your right. Hallelujah. It is a part of your covenant blessing. And you will speak from a place of knowing because that's what it means to have his goodness on steroids. The messenger hormones communicate. This is the truth about you. And now you have access. Find a circumstance in your life. Find a circumstance. And I mean it. Whatsoever mountain, Jesus said, whatever mountain, he said, you tell it to be removed to yonder you. place oh, and it will obey you. Judge it, <laughs> condemn it, sentence it. Watch what happens because you'll do it from a place of his mind, his goodness. And so now TGM, and everybody else listening, it's in your court. The ball is in our court right now to change things. It truly is. It's right here. He's given us authority. He's given us power because he's revealed his goodness. This is truly what it means when the Bible says goodwill toward men. This is what it means. Amen. Well, this opened up a case study. Yeah, this was one of the best case studies I've ever gotten a, 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 from the Lord for, for, for you to do. Look into the word, starting this Wednesday and this Thursday. Look into the word and find Christ's mindset that fits any circumstance in your life. Then I need you to tell us how his goodness changed your thinking and became the steroid you needed. You are your own case study. It's a hands-on assignment. Truth told, and I got to tell you this because this is what the Lord said. Truth told, those that have the ax laid at the root will find the assignment very easy. The reason being, there's a greater disconnect from the mind of the world and a greater connection to the mind of God. The ax laid at the root has afforded us this, this revelation. And it's easy to hear God's mind when that ax is at the root. And as we sow, as God purposes in, in our hearts, that ax is striking away. And the mind of the world is just, I mean, getting weaker and weaker to God be the glory. So now your case study, for those of you that will take the assignment, is to look in the word and find the mindset that fits your circumstance. Then tell us how his goodness changed it. Tell us how it transitioned from, from logos to rainbow. This is a hands-on assignment, and you're going to experience the goodness of God on steroids for you. It's going to also train you to be able to look in and find your circumstance in the word supported, fully supported by the goodness of God.
by the mind of God, by the revelation that you're reading God's mind. And watch what he begins to do. Watch what he does. You're going to win every time. The word is going to be a hammer for you every time, breaking the rocks into pieces, moving mountains. See, we've got a major benefit. Two words. Two words is why we can move like this. It's finished. It's finished. And the goodness of God is giving us access and entry into all of the finished works of Christ, into the full place of Kairos, due season, harvest time. Hallelujah. Amen. That's all I've got for you today, people of God. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, but to God be the glory.